Hi, and welcome to a new series of podcasts brought to you by backofthenetblog.com. I'm your host, Costino, and over the next few weeks and months, we'll be covering a variety of topics across the beautiful game. As always, it's a podcast for the fans, so if you have a specific question or want to hear us rant on a topic of your choosing, just hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, via email. You can even post a letter to us, although I don't know how, or via the site backofthenetblog.com. So now, on with the show. This week, we'll be talking about the Premier League, and specifically the start of the new season, which begins this weekend. We had a question via Twitter recently from a reader asking, who exactly will win the the title this year, given all the managerial changes? Right, so let's tackle that one. So, it has been an interesting uh, uh, pre-season. A lot of changes, a lot of managerial changes in particular. Uh, Jose Mourinho is in place at Manchester United after... Um, much speculation. Uh, I don't think anybody didn't see that coming. Um, but he is being swift to make a lot of changes at Manchester United, bringing in Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Uh, he brought in Mkhitary from Borussia Dortmund. Bali has come in to, to cover centre-back. Uh, and obviously he just signed Paul Pogba to kind of strengthen that midfield. So you can already see that Manchester United have formed a spine to their team. So expect Manchester United to be strong this year. Across the city, uh, at Manchester City, Pep Guardiola, the Spaniard, has arrived uh, to much hype, as always. Um, He comes with a formidable reputation. Everywhere he has been, he has won the title. He has won trophies. Everything he seems to touch turns to gold. So uh, he is not going to be an easy person to kind of beat. But he inherits a squad that has a lot of problems. He inherits a squad that is old. If you look at the average age of the City players, it's around about 29. Now, that doesn't seem that old, but actually when you look at the key players of that squad, especially over the last couple of years, they are starting to get towards the end of their careers rather than the beginning of it. So Pep has been very quick in bringing in a lot of new young players who can potentially be stars of the future. You've got to look at John Stones arriving from Everton, the centre-back for an outstanding fee. If you look at um, John Stones in particular, that kind of showcases the dynamic that Pep Guardiola is going for. He's going for youthful talent who can play with the ball at their feet, pass the ball out from the back, and then start moves. Also arriving is Leroy Sané, the uh, exciting German winger stroke striker from Schalke 04 uh, for an undisclosed fee. He is a really interesting player, um, played a little bit in, during the uh, recent European Championships for Germany, came off the bench a few times, and is very much seen by the Germans as one for the future, one that uh, will be able to lead the line for the Germans going forward, uh, or at least be able to contribute a lot. Um, So he comes in, and he will likely be one of those players that uh, goes straight into the first-team squad rather than being a a fringe player. While Sani may be a regular starter, there are some players that have been brought in by Pep who are seen as ones for the future. Russian or Ukrainian, sorry, Alexandra Zinchenko, has arrived. He's a 19-year-old midfield player, uh, central midfielder, who Pep sees as having a lot of talent, but someone that he can kind of craft into a future star. So uh, expect him to be in or around the first team, but don't expect him to play too much time. Um, same can be said for Aaron Mooney, who arrived from Melbourne City. Again, another exciting talent. He's automatically been loaned out to H- Huddersfield 
for his development process to continue. Uh, so he won't feature this season. But again, as another player that uh, Pep sees as someone who will be one for the future. Arriving from Brazil is Gabriel Jesus uh, from Palmeiras. Uh, that's an exciting signature. He w doesn't actually arrive until January of 2017. Um, and he comes in with quite a formidable reputation. Uh, he is uh, seen as a natural goal scorer, more of a winger than anything else. Um, and it does ask a question about what Gardo wants to do with Raheem Sterling. And he sees does he see Sterling as a more of a winger, or does he see him more of, as uh, an attacking midfielder, just behind the front striker? So it'll be interesting to see what happens when Gabriel arrives. He's going to take a little bit of time to kind of bet in, but uh, definitely one for the future there. Finally, Pep has added some experience to his ranks with the signing of German midfielder Ilke Gundogan from Borussia Dortmund uh, for an undisclosed fee, and also Nolita from Celta Vigo, who's come in, the Spanish winger, who's uh, really came to Providence last season uh, after Sterling campaign for the Celta Vigo club. The two players will play key roles within part of Guardiola's new look side. There's a lot of questions still to be answered around what happens with the back four. John Stones has arrived. Uh, Vincent Company is obviously seen as one that is vital to that, but his injury record of late is, has meant that he's missed a lot of action. There will be talks about who else will arrive, uh, whether or not Pep Guardiola will splash into the market and buy a goalkeeper to replace Joe Hart, who he seems to have little confidence in. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not he does splash out and buy someone else to replace Joe Hart long term. Overall, I think Manchester City will challenge this season, but I don't necessarily think that they will go all the way and win it. I think it's just one step too far in the rebuilding process for Pep Guardiola, uh, who very much sees this as a three-year project. Another club welcoming a new manager is Chelsea, who have appointed former Italy manager Antonio Conte. The former Juventus manager arrives after a quite sterling uh, Euro 2016 campaign where his uh, Italy side impressed more than a few people with their style of play, Chelsea fans will be hoping that Conte can come in and reshape the team and really build for the future with uh, some of the more legacy players leaving the club. One player staying around is John Terry, who has been called out as Conte as being an influential character in the dressing room and one that he wants to be in and around Chelsea's uh, team this year. That doesn't necessarily mean that he'll play on a regular basis, but it does mean that he will feature and be very much part of Conte's team. The rebuilding job at Chelsea has already started with Conte making two acquisitions so far. Conte coming in from Leicester City, the impressive central midfielder will add steel to the midfield, which looked fragile last season on more than one occasions. Also arriving is Belgian striker Michi Batsui from Marseille, the 22-year-old, will give Conte more options up front, which was a problem last year with Diego Costa being the only real striker that the club had. Loric Remy did feature from the bench on several occasions, but are never really impressed and looks to be shipped out during the close season. Conte will likely want to add another striker to his ranks, along with probably a couple of defenders to strengthen that back line, which, again looked shaky on several occasions last season. Conte does inherit quite a strong squad and he will be looking to use as many of the assets he can as possible, getting the most out of Ezen Hazard, Cesc Fabregas and Pedro, who again featured very sporadically last year.
But it may be a season too early for Chelsea to secure the title. I think that this will definitely be a year in transition, much like it will be for Manchester City and Pep Guardiola. Expect Chelsea to be challengers, but don't expect them to be lifting the title come May. A Champions League spot is probably the best they can expect for. However, they may surprise a lot of people and be up there towards the very end of the season. Another club that's always there and thereabouts is Arsenal. Last season's second place finish was an achievement for Arsene Wenger, who has admitted this week that he is scared of retiring. The 66-year-old Frenchman celebrates 20 years this September, but for a lot of fans that's way too long. Failure to win the Premier League title in over 12 years is the main cause of frustration for the Arsenal fans. Added into this, the lack of spending by the club has left several sections of the crowd calling for a major change. Arsenal will challenge again for the title, but again, they will fall short because they have not spent their money. Wenger's admission this week that he feels that the club's money should be spent like it was his own is an alarming statement. His reluctance to accept that the market conditions mean that he has to pay big money for big players nowadays means that Arsenal will be left behind on more than one occasion when they try to buy a player. So far, only Borussia Mönchengladbach midfielder Granit Zakia has come in the door, and that, to a lot of Arsenal fans, is not enough. They need another striker to support Olivier Giroud, potentially another defender, especially now that Gabriel is going to be out for at least six to eight weeks and leaves them very short at the back. It may be last-chance saloon for Wenger, who is trying desperately to win the title, but if he can't deliver it, then there needs to be change within Arsenal if they are to move forward. Change has benefited other clubs in the past, at Liverpool and how well they're flourishing under Jurgen Klopp. The German has had a very busy transfer window, adding several new faces to his Liverpool side and getting rid of a lot of the dead wood that has been at the club for far too long. Two goalkeepers and two defenders arriving should help to strengthen a weak backline that has showed vulnerability, especially in European campaigns. And the addition of Sadol Mane from Southampton will be a welcome addition to the front line, which really suffered with a poor firing Christian Benteke, who will definitely be sold before the end of August. Newcastle's Georgi Wijnaldum has also arrived, a devastating blow to the Newcastle faithful, but a move that was expected to happen, especially given their relegation. Whether he's a regular starter for the side or a player that they bring on from the bench doesn't really matter because I think that Liverpool have enough about them to challenge this season more than they did so last year. Expect a top four finish from them or a challenge for the title. But again, I think that they lack one or two players to really go on to win the title. Talking about who could potentially win the title, we cannot forget the current champions and surprise winners from last year, Leicester, who have strengthened well in the summer, bringing in some really key signings such as Ron Robert Zeller, a support goalkeeper from Hanover, and Nampleas Mende from Nice, who will fill the void left by Kante, who moved to Chelsea. But the signing that could actually open the door, and I think one that could prove to be one of the signings of the summer, is a player coming in from CSK Moscow, Ahmed Musa. The Nigerian winger is a really impressive player, and I expect him to be one of the stars of this Premier League season. However, I think that Leicester, despite their good acquisitions, I think they will struggle this year. They'll be given a lot more respect than they were last year. And the space that they exploited so brilliantly through Vardy and Mares will be closed up fairly swiftly by the Premier League teams. Expect Leicester to finish at least in the top six, maybe even a top eight finish, 
dependent on how others perform and how others start the season. That leaves only one team that I think that could actually surprise a lot of people and go on to win the title. It may shock a few people, but I think that this may be Tottenham's year. Tottenham were extremely impressive last year, running a close competition to the title. And if it wasn't for some key injuries to some key players and some unlucky moments in some of the games that they played towards the end of the campaign, I think that they could have actually gone on to win the title last year. And I've only added two players so far. Vincent Janssen, the striker from AZ Alkmaar, who I'm not entirely convinced will have the effect that they want him to have, but he will very much act as a support striker for Harry Kane. He did finish top goalscorer in the Dutch League last year, but that was a very much a one-off. I think he, moving to the Premier League will be a step too far for the young Dutch striker. Uh, he will come off the bench on several occasions and score quite a few goals, but don't expect him to be the impact player that Tottenham are hoping he will be. The other addition they've added is Victor Wanyama, the Southampton midfielder who formerly of Celtic, who was really impressive for Southampton in that midfield role. They've been very quiet in the transfer market so far. He should add some steel to the Tottenham midfield alongside Dembele and allow Eriksen to push further forward. However, I do have a little bit of concern about his temperament. He was set off three times last season, all for offences, which realistically he shouldn't have been going into those kind of challenges for in the first place. It will be down to Pochettino to control the player and make sure that he stays on the pitch for the 90 minutes. That could be key to Tottenham's chances of winning the title. With an already strong back five, two holding midfielders in Wanyama and Dembele will allow the attacking trio of Eriksen, Lamela and Chadley to support the prolific Harry Kane up front who should fire as many goals as he did last season. So, in summary, I think it's going to be Tottenham to win the title, Manchester United in second place. Chelsea, I think, will come in in third with either Liverpool or Manchester City behind, and then Arsenal in 6th place. Leicester, I think, will finish in 7th or 8th, depending on how teams like West Ham perform, who had a really good start last year and I think have made some clever signings during the summer transfer window that will make them stronger this season. So that's it. That's our summary. Let us know if you disagree at backofthenet.blog.com.